This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Her Vantage and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. We're talking about the aging population and an aging population is defined as one in which those aged 65 years and above make up at least 15% of the total population. According to a statement by Malaysia's chief statistician in July 2019, the 15% threshold will be crossed in 2030. How ready are we for the silver tsunami uh, even right now? Oretta Senior Concierge Malaysia was designed to provide a personalized non-medical support system to seniors who want to live independently. And in today's evolving world, many families are moving abroad either for business or future prospects. Those with local soil here live in a fast-paced environment and are unable to provide the care needed for their parents. Hence, Oretta Herrera, founder, talks about what goes into minding the elderly and also to help solve the situation. So uh, good to be speaking to you, Oretta. Morning, Frida. Thanks you know, for having uh, me. Yes, it's so interesting. I mean, I know you from a past life, uh, <laughs> but what led you to do this? And, you know, when I think of your clients, right, uh, most of your clients, the elderly themselves or the children who call upon you. Yes. Yeah, in their, in their 50s, in their early 60s. So the parents are already in 70s and above. Okay. Uh, we have our oldest, who is about in his mid-90s. Oh, wow. Even though with dementia, still going strong, love going out. I think that's the whole purpose of this service, actually. Yeah. Right. And love's going out with somebody taking care of that person going out, right? Exactly. But what got you into this space, Oretta? Yeah, so everybody's uh, always very interested to know why someone mm. who is not at a senior age is starting something like this. Um, somehow or rather, I'm always very drawn to the senior community. And uh, well, it started back in 2010 when I used to follow my dad for his hospital appointments in Roman GH. And those who have been to government hospital and even private hospital nowadays, uh, you know, the waiting time is really, really long, tedious and all that, right? So while he was waiting for his appointments and all that, we always, I will notice there's a lot of seniors because Saruman GH is the main hospital for all the smaller districts in Negris Milan. So everybody right. comes from small kampongs and all that. And they are, they are the main concern is always about transportation and understanding what the doctor is talking about, what type of medication. And actually, it's more like navigating through the corridors of the government hospitals, <laughs> right? One place to the other, it's very far for them. So right. I think it started from there and I noticed that though, there's such a big need from there. And I told my dad, like, you know, like one day, you know, daddy, I'm going to start something uh, I will help the senior citizens and all that. So it's like, you don't have to wait till that time come. You can even start anytime, you know, whenever mm. you, wherever you are, even like right now, you know. So it, it started from there when I went for his hospital appointments. Whenever we're waiting, I try to help out and everything. Fast forward to 2019, uh, that was when I actually started in June 2019. I just took this step of courage and I knew it was a right time. Uh, I left my corporate job seven years before that because I had to be a homemaker. And I knew that uh, being a homemaker was very challenging and trying to work part-time at the same time. I couldn't find anything that, you know, I tried so many things. Like basically, as a woman, I, we were so used mm. to doing things. And I found that calling, basically. So the calling was that, and I realized that what is it that in life now that nobody is giving is actually our time. 
And I had a lot of time. <laughs> when the kids go off to school, I really had a lot of time. And, and that's when the whole thing just came true. In June 2019, I started this and it, it was through support of friends who are my great group of network people. They shared with their friends who are overseas and I got my first client within that week. And I was like, oh dear, okay, this is real, man. So it started from there and it was really great because it is something that I've always had that passion for. Right. And uh, it really uh, helped me as well to learn how to humble myself, to be at their level, to hear right. them out. To right. Basically, because that's going to be us. Yes. That's going to be us. Right. Yes. Yes. right? And, and, and you forget that we're not we won't be as mobile uh, trying to find your way around things. And once being given the where to get the medication, once given the medication, remembering what medication to take. Right. 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 That's 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 going to be us. Right. And so you got your your customer, your client in the first week as well. Right. Um, uh, and, you know, I know you provide a few services. Right. And what are the what are the services you provide and what is most frequently requested for? OK, so like you mentioned, uh, my, my services is non-medical service because I don't come from a medical background. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main service actually is the hospital appointments. So basically, we will fetch the clients, uh, the seniors from their home and assist them throughout the whole process uh, while we're in the hospital, just like how you would take your own parent. So right. we are considered like a substitute towards them, you know, so the, the, the clients, which their children will give me all the information needed. And then from there, uh, we would ask the type of questions like it's correlated to whatever the consultation is. You know, if it is mm-hmm. new medication given, we will ask the doctor, like, will this medication give any sorts of side effects? Simple questions right. like that to help us to understand the thing. It's right. just like, it's like how I would do for my dad as well, you know, and asking if like now current medication would it be affected by the new medication? Mm. And then getting all this following up of the appointments and we keep track of it. So right. I always try to arrange the same concierge to the seniors. So both of them are familiar with each other. And also right. for the senior to build that trust with my, my concierge as well. Mm. Um, so besides the hospital appointments, there's companionship. This service is more about, so companionship is the more the fun part of it, like, of the whole okay. business actually. So most of the seniors, they live independently. Uh, they're mobile. So we only take seniors who are mobile. Um, so that we are able to handle them properly as well. Okay. So companionship consists of visiting them at, in their homes. Uh, we do groceries together. We go outings together, like to maybe just for a walk in the park or helping them with checking their bills and updating the children. And sometimes they want to visit their friends and family within the Klang Valley. Mm-hmm. And um, just going for short trips as well. So there are some clients who request for their parents asking us like, hey, can you bring my parents maybe like small places that I go to Sakinchanka first uh, like a day trip. And we have right. done it on a one-to-one basis right. and really enjoy it because it, it, it gives them that confidence that, you know, it doesn't matter if I don't have my children here, but I have Orita's team member to come and take me. And they, so they look forward every week as they plan something together. So right. I always have to emphasize that we don't do things for them, that mm-hmm. we do things with them. So to we right. empower their independent living. So this service helps them to know that they can do it. They can make plans. They, we encourage them to come up with their own grocery list. Mm-hmm. And um, 
we, when we do groceries together, they decide what they want, you know. And then, of course, sometimes when we know they are diabetic, you know, whatever they take too much, I assume like, hey, you know, so we have to play that police woman thingy with them as well, you know. If not, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, right, it's like dealing with children again, right? You, you know, you sort of reverse back into that, that mode, right? Um, oh, and, and, you're, you, and you're saying that you deal with only able-bodied ones, so, so not anyone obviously in a wheelchair? Okay, so in the earlier part of the business, right? So it's been four years since I started this business. So the earlier part, the first three years, I didn't take anyone on wheelchair because I didn't have any support on finding a mobility van. So mm. quite recent, I started working with a mobility van uh, transporters and mm -hmm. I'm able to get them as long as the children's okay to pay for it, you know. Right. So but currently I'm actually supporting a gentleman uh, who owns a mobility van because he uses that van for his special need adult children. I see. But, uh, so he uses that and then when he sends them for daycare, he looks for place, people to bring to hospital. So I'm supporting him in that sense. So the business is not about just handling the senior citizens. Uh, mm -hmm. My main objective is also to help the community to earn an income, to give job opportunities to the locals who are struggling, who want to, to like people like Mr. Ong, who is my mobility van supplier. And, mm -hmm. and also my team members are all retirees. So I give job opportunities to senior citizens. Ah. Uh, they actually the majority working in my team. Actually, I'm, I'm the youngest and I have okay. another staff younger than me. So the rest are all seniors. So it helps them because some of them are homemakers. They have to be caregivers to their parents. And then when the parents mm -hmm. are no longer around, they feel that they want to give more, you know? Right. And so their experience also is that they have gone through the process of taking care of their own parent. Okay, so, so you find okay, all right. So you find staff who's got experience, a real life experience, yes. and, and 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 they're not the young; they're the actually the the older generation that's being right. employed. So you're helping kill two birds with one stone. Yes, exactly. Way. So my the oldest concierge is uh sixty seven years old. Ah, okay, all right, sixty seven years. Old. So I interview every one of them. Uh, most of them are, are recommended through friends. And some of them are my friends as well. So I right. know and I know how capable they are. So I think it's very important that you impart the type of culture into the team. I know mm. for me, they are the heart of the business actually. And they right. are the one that executes most of it. So taking care of the team is very important. And I, I really, really appreciate every one of them. And as much as sometimes it's overwhelming for them as well, but I always go through it with them. I, I walk right. through it, whatever the, the situation they are they are going through right now and all that. Okay. So at the same time, I'm um, I'm also trying to work with people, uh, the locals who are doing things, uh, maybe like certain sort of have some activities or they have uh, programs that they are running themselves as a side business and all that. Because I'm planning to open up a senior daycare by next year, so okay. I want to work with local vendors to support them because I know how hard it is to start a business and trying to get regular income and have that passion to work with a certain group. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about your plans for, for the daycare in just a moment. I'm here with Oretta Herrera from Oretta's Senior Concierge Malaysia. Stay tuned to BFM 89.9. Frothy Mocha, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Her Vantage in this where we speak to women of influence and leadership. Uh, Oretta Herrera here with me and she talks about what goes into minding, minding the elderly. Her business, Oretta Senior Concierge Malaysia, is designed to provide personalized non-medical support system to seniors who want to live independently. So you were talking about planning to open a, a daycare next year. Uh, but just even before that, right, in terms of how people hear of your services, is it largely word of mouth? You don't really even have to advertise. Yeah, it's largely word of mouth, especially for those who are living overseas. For them, it's like um, recommendation is very important. I can understand because they're dealing with their seniors. I mean, if I were in their position, I would also would want to rely on recommendations from friends or friends or friends who have experienced the trans services from, from outside. Um, so I'm largely on social media and I have a website as well. And the social media has always been updated with information what's that's happening in the hospital. So I share that part of it. And I have my designer who does it, uh, Audrey. She's a stay-at-home mom. So I give job a big way. We're talking about job opportunities. Mm. So she's a stay-at-home mom who used to work in an advertising agency. So I work with her. So it, it, this is something that I'm very passionate about giving back to the community. I think that's very right. important that we support uh, the people, even especially ladies who are uh, who want to start a business. I think it's mm-hmm. very important to, to help each other out and network. I think right. uh, you have the capability of, of doing it. I think we should be the one there to, to start to encourage uh, women. Start off small, right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, so the, the concierge service providers, the team that you have, are they employed by you or are they on a project basis? They're all part-time basis. Employed, ah, okay. but they're all part-time. So right. um, I don't have uh, full-time because I don't need them for the time being. So part-time works well for the concierge because mm-hmm. they, they have the flexibility to, to select whether they are free or not. So some okay. of them are very, very, very rajin. Okay? They want to work hard. Yeah, you can choose to do it. So whenever jobs are being approached and everything, they will be the one. Those who come and take it, it, it it's up to them. It's fine. But okay. what I do when I get my team um, and I have my concierges is that I, I build up a, a set of customer portfolio for them. Mm-hmm. So at least they have clients who are, they are, they are regulars and then mm-hmm. so that they have a regular part-time income that's coming in for them, mm-hmm. which is good. It works well for them. And I think on the beginning, I'm very transparent with them to, to tell them what, what, how, how is it done and everything. And it works well because I have to understand they are also in their 60s and their 50s. You right. know, I cannot work there. <laughs> yeah. and, so, and you find and you find that it's the, the, the young are not keen to do this? Um it, it takes a lot of patience and passion to be in this service okay. industry. Well my mm. actually to be fair, my first uh, concert she was uh she was 24 years old, and that was mm. because she was waiting to get to college and so she was working part-time for me. Mm. Um I've actually approached a lot of uh, young adults, but um Maybe yeah. they, they want something more permanent, right? Okay. So and that's fine. But um one of the things that, that I'm I'm aiming for is to have intergenerational um right. collaboration with the young adults and the youth, especially mm. once the once I have my premise on my daycare on, so I have a place where they can come and support mm. this. You know? And you can have activities there and what have you. Correct. Yeah, yeah, activities so, there as well. Yeah. Okay. So so the services that you provide, is that hourly or for the services rendered? For example, you know, hospital visits can take a long time. Yeah. So I have an hourly rate. I also have a credit package. That means the right. clients pay our credit package like a like for 26 hours. 
for a thousand ringgit and fourteen hours for six hundred ringgit. Ah. So they pay in advance. So whatever okay. hours they use up is deducted. So packages ah. works for clients who have regular appointments. When I say regular, yes. means like some clients I have every month they have something on. Mm. So this works for them, and then and and these are the clients who also take us for companionship services. Mm. So this works as well. So hourly would work for those who are one off first time, and maybe I'll see them in six months, eight months time. So uh. they are not tied up on a package because the package has an uh, validation as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you talk mm. about the the people that you have your concierge provide. How many do you have right now? And are they on call? Or they have to be, you know, they how much notice do you have to give them? Yeah, in my database for the concepts, I have 20 plus of them. But the active ones are 13 of them, actually. Very small group, I would say. So right. the thing is that with hospital appointments, especially because they are already given notice from the time they finish their appointment. Just say mm. if they see a cardiologist today and as a cardiologist, I'll see you in six months time. The, the hospital would already given them a date. So whatever their regular clients, they would have already put into their calendar. So that is all fixed and it's easy for them to plan. Whereas for the weekly ones, they would visit the clients according to the dates that are available for that week. So it's easy for us to actually work out um, monthly plans as well with clients mm. uh, together with the concierge. Okay. Yeah. So and because is even actually. Yeah, because they're non-medical in that sense, right? So they're not experts in that area. You said your Correct. plans for a daycare. Uh, tell me about those plans. Yeah, so this has always been uh, my dream actually to have something fun for the seniors, okay? I mean, going to the hospital is one thing, but they need to enjoy their days as seniors as well. Uh, social club, being, meeting up new friends, having things that will um, activate their cognitive mind instead of being at home and watching TV or just not doing anything. And once they are so used to that type of life, right, they get into that shell, it's hard to yeah. break them out. Yeah. But it takes time and they will break out as long as we take the initiative to actually encourage them to get into the social scene again. So the daycare mm -hmm. is going to be somewhere in Petaling Jaya. It's mm -hmm. uh, something that we want to work where we have the... Um, exercises for them, you know. Right. Uh, it's fun. And then uh, we have activities that um, could be anything from painting, could be from um, understanding about farming, understanding about things uh, that we have planned out for them. So we're still working out on that. Still mm. um, plans. And uh, also working with some workshops, uh, specialty workshops. You know, I have friends who are doing, uh, who owns a workshop, a carpentry. Um, mm. I want to speak to him. So I guess like also with the daycare, the idea behind the daycare is that, uh, you know, some people, uh, their parents are with you during the day and then they can come home in the evening and they're not too worried that the parents right. are alone by themselves at home. Right. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I think one of the things also like, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm sure your, your value for money in terms of what you provide your services. Right. But also there's people who can't afford it. What would you like to see change? Right. So that those who are not as well to do can also have access to assistance because something is broken in in here yeah. right yeah yes definitely mm. i mean of course now currently the people who are missing out are the b40 groups basically mm. actually they mm. are the, the, the majority of the people who actually are in the hospitals most of the time right and some of them actually choose not to go because of their 
limitations of uh, transportation and understanding. I would actually, one of these things um, to work as a, like a CSR project is to work with maybe like the local aduns or mm. waiting for right. that change for the government to come up with the uh, with the aging uh, policy, which I think they are right. in the of discussion, which has not been rolled out yet. Mm. Um, I think bef- besides waiting for the government to actually start anything, um, one of the um, plan that I, I want to work on is to work with the local council, the local adults right. in their mm. area. It's like, mm. you know, how can we provide um, very simple things, transportation and helping mm. them to understand what is the medication they're taking, what is their ailments and how they can understand it better in their own simple basic um understanding you know right. it's going to be a very tough thing to do actually and and the question is where do you start which yeah. area do you start you know right everyone has that need so it's still in it's still in my bigger master plan but okay. uh i'm just waiting to see how i can really execute this and uh, looking at opportunities, how can work with the, the local council actually and, and i guess the bigger uh, master plan is beyond kl and pj Yes, yes. Right. Uh, Suramban definitely. Uh, oh, Suramban have to, you know, it's like, that's my hometown. <laughs> and people in Suramban are already asking me, but the thing is that I need to st- uh, establish certain things in Klang Valley first, you know, and right. so I told my partner, and the, the next expansion is Suramban, uh, home, <laughs> hometown has to be uh, I have to support my you have to, You do, you do. Thanks, Loretta, for spending time and uh, the work that you do. Something that started in 2019 and, you know, the team is slowly but surely growing and, and hopefully, yes. you know, this is something, it is an aging population in Malaysia and so we, we need to be ready and prepared for that. Uh, Loretta Herrera from Loretta's Senior Concierge Malaysia, you've been listening to Her Vantage on BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.